Hello! From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. In case you're just tuning in, here's the deal. Every weekday, we're telling the stories of women from throughout history, who you may or may not know about, but definitely should. Each month is themed, and this month is all about witches and saints. We're highlighting women who made incredible contributions to and through religions, as well as those who were charged and punished for alleged heresies or supernatural abilities. Today, we're heading back to 16th century England to the reign of Henry VIII. Our woman of the day was a writer, poet, and Protestant martyr. Let's talk about Anne Askew. Not much is known for sure about her early life, but it's believed that Anne Askew was born around 1521 and grew up in Lincolnshire, England. Her father was from an old, established family in the region, and Anne was highly educated and intellectually adept. From early on in her life, Anne was a devout Protestant. The Christian Bible had just become widely available in English, and Anne studied and memorized verses. Some sources say she studied the public Bible at the Lincoln Cathedral and debated with local clergy. Anne was also one of the earliest known women poets who wrote in English. As a quick reminder, Protestant Christianity was growing rapidly across Europe during Anne's lifetime, but it wasn't a monolithic movement by any stretch of the imagination. King Henry VIII, who had been a devout Catholic, split from the Catholic Church after the Pope refused to annul his first marriage and started the Anglican Church. Despite that fact, the Anglican Church remained much closer to the beliefs and practices of the Catholic Church than other reform movements like those led by Martin Luther or John Calvin. Christianity, which began as a fledgling religion in the first century, had grown by the 13th century into an institution powerful enough to rival state governments. In the decade after England's official move away from Catholicism, authorities had developed relatively orthodox criteria for what kinds of Protestant beliefs were allowed in England and condemned the beliefs of more radical reform movements. Back to Anne. Anne married a man named Thomas Keim. The two had a rocky relationship. He had actually been intended for Anne's older sister, but her older sister passed away. Thomas was Catholic, so from the beginning, he and Anne clashed over their beliefs. Perhaps that's why Anne continued to go by her maiden name, which was quite rare at the time. Still, the couple had two children together before Thomas threw Anne out for being a Protestant. Seems like Anne was okay with having to leave. She was the first English woman to demand a divorce. She then moved to London, met other Protestants, and became a preacher or a gospeler. Then in March 1545, Thomas changed his mind. He had Anne arrested and demanded she be brought back to Lincolnshire to stay. Anne escaped and returned to her preaching in London. She was arrested and released again, before in May 1546, Anne was arrested a third time, put in the Tower of London, and tortured. Do you say that priests cannot make the body of Christ? I say so, my lord, for I have read that God made man. But the man can make God, I have never yet read. Hmm. And after the consecration, is it not the body of Christ? No. It is but consecrated bread. 
her beliefs had been deemed unacceptable. Anne's torturers wanted her to name other like-minded women and to renounce her beliefs, but Anne refused. She was convicted of heresy, and her punishment was to be burned at the stake. On July 16, 1546, Anne was carried to the stake on a chair. She couldn't walk due to the torture she had endured. She and three other Protestants were set to burn that day. However, Protestant supporters slipped gunpowder to the condemned that went off quickly once the fire was lit. Thanks to that kindness, their deaths were much quicker and less painful. Anne was one of just two women on record who were tortured in the Tower of London and burnt at the stake. Before her death, Anne wrote an account of her beliefs and story. It was published as the Examinations by John Bale. It didn't take long for the public to reevaluate Anne's place in history. By the time John Fox's Acts and Monuments of 1563 was published, Anne was being proclaimed a Protestant martyr. Anne's writings continue to be read today and are an extremely important autobiographical look at the Tudor-era religious turmoil. Tune in tomorrow for the story of another remarkable woman from throughout history. All month, we're talking about witches and saints. Special thanks to Liz Kaplan, my favorite sister and co-creator. Talk to you tomorrow.